I want to put something on your radar here, a global news special presentation that airs tonight. It's called Journey Towards Reconciliation. You'll see it at 6.30 p.m. Quinn Oler, uh, anchor and reporter at Global News Edmonton, has been working on this project and joins us now to tell us all about it. Quinn, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Shay. I have to say I, I go on air every night at 11 p.m., but I think my mom is most excited that I'm talking to you today. <laughs> I see your mom on Twitter all the time. Your mom's the best. <laughs> she just loves you. So I just wanted to mention that the most exciting part for her today is the fact that I get to talk to you. <laughs> well, it's exciting for me, too. We haven't chatted in a while, so this is great. Um, tell us about this. I mean, you've been working how long on this? It's putting together a half-hour special on so much material, and I'm sure it's it's been a bit of a process, hasn't it? Yeah, it definitely has for the past eight months since before the Pope even touched down, um, myself and our producer, Kevin Jesus, got together and said we wanted to make sure that this was just the first step because we heard that time and time again from leaders in the community that this was the first step towards reconciliation, not the last. So we wanted to make sure we did our job in the sense of holding people to account and look at this. We were looking at six months down the road, of course. Yeah. Um, we are now sitting around eight months down the road. Um, but we wanted to make sure that um, this is a story that's not forgotten. It's so important. It's so important for Canadians. And so we wanted to make sure that we had this in the forefront. We've had incredible support from the team here at Global to um, take a half hour out of prime time here for us to make sure that this story gets the attention that it deserves. You're right. It's it's an unusual, but it's a very, very unusual and such an important story. I mean, in a ch- who did you speak to? Did you have a chance to speak? I mean, we know that this was a, uh, you know, a pilgrimage of penance, they called it, and coming here and making the apology. There was a reason for that, and there was an audience that it was aimed at. Did you have a chance to speak with those people? We definitely did. We spoke with um, Indigenous leaders, First Nation leaders in the area. We t- spoke with former Grand Chief George Arcan Jr. just before he stepped away from that role and took a look at how he felt things have gone when it comes to reconciliation and the steps that have been taken. We've spoken with elders and residential school survivors. We've also spoken to the next generation because children of those who went to residential schools not only inherited the trauma of going to residential schools and what their parents went through and their grandparents, um, but now they're now inheriting this journey of reconciliation. They're the ones who um, are now leading this journey to reconciliation. Uh, One of the people that I spoke to as well, um, a singer-songwriter here in Edmonton, just an incredible person. Um, Her name is Danita Large, and she wrote a wrote a song called Reconciliation Sky, um, which is included in this special. But um, it was after she found out that not only did her father go to residential school, her father didn't know either, but he had siblings who had gone to residential school and died in residential school, and his mom never spoke about it. Um, So these stories are all coming out, some of them so heartbreaking, so powerful. Um, It is a half hour of conversations with Indigenous people from our area from Maskwichi, where this uh, apology took place, um, we just wanted to make sure that those were the voices that were really highlighted in this. And you know, Quinn, you make a really good point because there's three really clear parts to this whole conversation. I think you're looking at the history of it, the historical damage and hardship, and that's what this was meant to address. But then you've also got once that visit happened, and we heard from a lot of people that, um, you know, it opened up a lot of wounds. It was a really difficult time in a lot of ways, brought a lot of things to the surface that hadn't been talked about. And how, I mean, how how does that feature into what you're trying to do here? Because like you say, that is part of the process and it's all about the process. Yeah, 
I think the entire conversation that we've had around this is it's not a retrospective because for those four days that the Pope was here, there was so much focus on that. And we kind of liken it to the to the sound of that drumming, that really the noise surrounding it, that powerful image. And then all of a sudden that goes quiet. And these First Nation communities have now been left with these reopened wounds. Some people who've never spoken about going to residential school or their experiences now have this thrust into the limelight, not only here in Edmonton, across Canada, this is an international story. So now these wounds have been reopened. And one of the things that we heard from First Nations leaders is they really need the supports in place the mental health supports in place to be able to offer help and that infrastructure in place to help residential school survivors and their families and the generations to come. Uh, One of the things that I learned in this is that what's really important in some Indigenous culture is seven generations. So you look to the seven generations down the road, and this is something that many Indigenous people we spoke to say this is going to be impacting seven generations down the road from where we're even standing now. And of course, it's like you say, it's all about, you know, continuing the process and moving things down the road and setting us up for the future where we know still work needs to be done. Um, And I'm sure you talk to people about that. Did we accomplish what we needed to accomplish in order to move forward, right? Yeah, and a lot of people we heard from said that they were happy with the Pope's apology um, and then looked to the federal government and the Catholic Church locally. The Archbishop here in Edmonton, we spoke to as well about what his plans are to mend some of these relationships. Um, And what we have seen since then is we've seen this collection of records from the federal government that's actually going to the Truth and Reconciliation Centre that's being built in Manitoba. And that was a huge step that has been taken since Pope Francis has been here. So we have seen some progress. And Quinn, this airs tonight, 6.30 Edmonton and Calgary? Yes, it does. Right across the province and, uh, of course, on Global News Radio as well. Excellent. Good for you. Uh, Quinn, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on, Shay.